0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Ahead on the Believe in Steelers show, Pat McAfee signing with ESPN. We pay tribute to the legendary Jim Brown. Steelers get Kenny Pickett and company in the offense more help, but we start the Pittsburgh Steelers. Signed, Mitch Trubisky, to a contracts extension. Good morning, I'm Mark Berg. And joined, as always, by two-time Super Bowl champion in Pittsburgh Steelers scout, Ike Taylor, IT. Good to see you this morning. You're walking wounded. This is like your flu game right. this morning, Ike, because I know you're a little under the weather today. But thank you for taking the time to join us. Hey, let me, Mike, join this thing, man. Under the flu, let me go for 48 or something. That's that's all I'm doing, but I'm
0: going to need a little help from Pippin. <laughs> and you Pippin on me, so... Here we go. Um, It's always good just to see you, Mark. So let's take off whenever you want to.
1: All right. I, I approach this Trubisky news like this. The Steelers now have Trubisky and Pickett under contract through the 2025 season. You've got the fifth year option on Pickett's rookie contract for the 2026 season. And I look to see what the players are saying. And what does Kenny Pickett say about Mitch Trubisky saying he's like an extra coach for me told that to Ben Roethlisberger on Seven's podcast, Ike. So this to me says, okay, these two guys can work together, be grown adults in the quarterback room. And then if and when the Steelers need to go to Trubisky, if there's injury to pick it, you have a capable backup behind him. That's how I view this news. What say you, Ike Taylor?
0: Man, you got two first-round draft picks sitting in one room. That's how I look at it. It don't get no better for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But another first round draft pick is the backup, and he understands um, going from Chicago to Buffalo to the Pittsburgh Steelers how things are ran. What I mean, and what I mean by that, Mark, is oh, it's, re- it's a real live brotherhood. It's an organization, and when you come to Pittsburgh, you really see why Pittsburgh was winning all them Super Bowls. You really see when people come from other teams why they want to retire as a Pittsburgh Steelers, not a team that drafted him. So Mitch saw what it was. Um, I'm sure Mitch um, felt some kind of weight when they wound up just putting uh, Kenny Pickett in, but now he sees how good Kenny Pickett is. Now now he sees the growth and development of Kenny Pickett. Like, you know what? He is the chosen one. You know, so from my standpoint, I think this is a great signing. Three years, uh, you become now, um, if anything happens to Kenny Pickett, uh, you step in. You already been in the city for a year. Um, you check the market. You ain't like what's on the market coming to you. And you're like, you know what? I do like the city of Pittsburgh. I do like Coach T and the coaching staff. I do like um, the organization. And I see why people always come back to this organization. Or well, Even even if people wasn't drafted. Thank you. Even if people wasn't drafted by this organization, I see why they retire as a Pittsburgh still. So, um, for me, bringing Mitch back, is a lot, it says a lot about Mitch, who just wants to come back, to be honest with you. Um, Mitch, Mitch could have went a whole different route. He could have went a route. Hey, I want to be a starter for another team. But Mitch was like, nah, I'm just going to come back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I see, I see, now I see what this young man could be. He could be special, and I'm talking about Kenny Pickett. So for me, Mark, just talking about Mitchell Trubisky, it says a lot about Mitchell Strabisky and his mindset. And um we talk about confidence, we talk about reality, we talk about the truth. Um he hit all three of them above. So Pittsburgh got, you know, two first rounders sitting in that quarterback room. That's how I look at it.
1: Yeah, and I, I just look at it like this too, Ike. So he was due eight million dollars this year with this extension. It'll be a little bit more than six, but he extends the length of his contract. And I don't want to wish, you know, I hope Kenny Pickett starts 17 games in the regular season for the next decade plus, right? But the reality is, is Pickett's coming off a season where he had two concussions. So when he gets hurt, you've then got to go to the backup. You've got to have a capable backup to where the backup comes in and there's not a no- noticeable drop-off in the NFL. And there's a lot of teams that aren't able to do that once their starter's down, season's over, right? And for many, many teams, they're not able to do that now. With the money that you're paying Mitch Trubisky, you have to—they're paying him like one of the best backups, if not among the elite level of. Say, hey, Pickett gets hurt, there can't be a drop off when Trubisky comes in. That's how they're paying him. But then again, to be able to work together, to be professional, and to be in the quarterback room, and for Trubisky to teach Pickett things that. Maybe he wish he had had earlier on in his career when he was young and up and coming. And the next big thing as a quarterback is the number two overall pick back in the day with the Bears.
0: So that's what I'm saying, Mark. What what other team, what other football team in the NFL can say they got two first-rounders sitting in the quarterback room?
1: Not not now. At the top of but, my head, Ike, that's a good question. Yeah, that's, um,
0: that, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... I'm talking about started over started over forty games, you know, as a first rounder. So that's 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 what I'm saying. Like Pittsburgh, Omar Khan, Artis, and Coach T, them two, them them two, Omar Khan, Artis, and Coach T. Man, I don't, I don't know how they be doing this, but just like over the last over this offseason, Now you talk about being you talk about Ben Houdini. Them boys, them boys been pulling a rabbit out the hat all the time. Like, you know, usually a magician only got one rabbit in the hat. They been pulling, they they done pulled 12 rabbits out the hat, out of one hat. And that's what they doing. So um it, it's just bro, but you gotta start off with the Roonies. You gotta start off with the Roonies. When you now mark that I'm in the front office and I see how the I see how the Roonies move. And I see how they let coaches be coaches and players be players. Oh my god. now I get why I was a Paul Bearer. Now I get why I can, you know, the door always open. You know, when you're when you the CEO, when you're the over a team, your door always open and the players feel like they can talk talk and chat with you. And, you know, you give everybody a little something for, for Christmas and you know players' wives' names and kids' names and he like, hey, he, he ain't even gotta know my name. He could just know my last name, but he know my wife' name. He know my kid's name. Like, it's a little, it's it's just a little bit different in Pittsburgh, Mark. And it and it starts off with them. So I'm sure Mitch, Mitch coming from one organization to the next organization to Pittsburgh, he was like, and I'm sure he had these pillow talks. We talking about the pillow talks. He had a lot of these pillow talks with his wife. It was like. And I'm sure she, I'm sure she has something to do with it, like Pittsburgh home. And they don't need to go nowhere. Like they're as much, as much as much as the truth hurts anybody, man, woman, boy, girl, they're gonna tell you the truth. And it's just on you if you want to accept it or not. And he didn't heard the truth and he accepted it. So I mean, two first rounds of sitting in one room. That's, that's a, that's unheard of. Uh, well, I had, I had, I had it before. I had Big Ben and Byron, Byron Leftwich. Mm-hmm. This, this is, this is what Pittsburgh do. Like people just find a way to come to Pittsburgh So, And and you saw be left, B left, B- Lef- Byron Leftwich gave me the, the best of everything in practice. Like it was a game to me. So when I got in the game, it wasn't a game. Cause I'm getting a game in practice from Byron Lefferts. Charlie Batch. Same same thing started for Detroit. Plenty of years had what he, he he really started off one of the big contracts. To be honest, guaranteed. So Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just always find a way with the backups. People people Pittsburgh just attract. <laughs> you know it's it's that it's that man. I heard Pittsburgh was good. Let me go test it out. And they want and they wind up coming, Mark. So. You know Charlie Batch, uh, Byron Leftwich, and from from that point on, man, everything when I got B left, everything everything was easy for me. And you know me and B left, you know had some great conversations. Like, hey B left, don't throw don't throw the fade, don't throw the high fade, throw the back shoulder fade. He was like, why? I said, man, because I'm just scout myself and I know teams. They're going to start throwing a back shoulder fade because I'm playing a number of receivers. So, between the quarterback and the receiver, if they got a good relationship, this is what they're doing. And I remember clearly, and you can ask Coach T, we should have asked him when he was on the show. Coach T got into the meeting the next day. He was like, hey, why are you in front of everybody? He was like, hey, why are you going to be left, got your own thing going? And I explained to Coach T what I just told you. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, fellas, that's what you call a professional. When somebody can scout their own self, they know what's going on. And I'm like, man, I appreciate that. But when I got the games when we had By- Byron Lepritch, when we got the real games on Sundays, Thursdays, on Mondays, Mark, like, it really won a game because I had B left. So, and now, you know, for the guys who want to get better, On defense, you got a starter, you got a first round draft pick. He just so happened to be a backup of Mitch Trubisky. So that's a lot of value to the team. That's a lot of value to the team. So
1: shout out to Mitch. Ike, let me get the last word in here. You mentioned Omar (laughs) Khan, nicknaming him the Khan artist here. I owe this to our listeners and viewers. Petty Marks coming out early on today's show. This is something I just I noticed, Ike. They signed Mason Rudolph to the contract extension before they signed Mitch to the contract extension. Now, Mason's is a one-year deal. I'm not faulting him for wanting to have employment. He was still a free agent. Couldn't help but notice that. And I don't know if that was part of a negotiation with Omar Khan and company, just something I noticed, Ike.
0: And listen, <clears throat> what I really want to say, I can't say right now. Yep. That's mad. That smashed the heck out of me. Better line smash the heck
1: out of me. Listen, I'll say it for you.
0: Hey, listen. Better line smash the hell out of me. Believe or smash the hell out of me. <laughs> and you, you'll be doing just this right here. You'll be laughing like hell. But since we're talking about it, before, before we get into uh, Mason Rudolph, make sure y'all go to Bet Online, man. Yes. Bet, online, Bet Online started with us. Um, hopefully, we're going to end with Bet Online. Anytime you got a bet or 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 anything going on, regardless of the season, regardless of the sport, make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. I say how I wanted to say it, but Mark said better, so Mark, you can take off with this one again.
1: I don't know about that. Head to the website, betonline.ag today. Oh. Use our promo code BELIEVE. You can see that on your screen right now. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Ike, do you want to continue this about Mason Rudolph? We could also talk about the new targets that the Steelers offense has. Which direction you want to go in, my man? Let's move forward. All right. Hakeem Butler, Ike, this is a testament to believing in yourself, not giving up, and asking for help because. In nine games, he leads the XFL in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns, right? And so I found this on Twitter where it's just like how it started, where it is now. And back in November of 2022, he messaged the St. Louis Battle Hawks of the XFL. He messaged the head coach saying like, hey, I know I missed the draft. It's passed. Can I come in to show you what I can do? Six foot six. He dominates the XFL and now he has the opportunity to make the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I love stories like this to where if it doesn't start out with a Twitter DM, an Instagram DM asking for a little bit of help, showing a little bit of gratitude. We have yet another target He's six foot six to that size. You just can't teach. And that's why he has the opportunity to make an NFL roster now. This is catch radius. So. What I saw, when I saw when I was watching um,
0: Hakeem Butler, when I saw his catch rate is it's uh just put the ball around my area coat. You put the ball anywhere around my area code. I don't care if it's two or three around me. I'm gonna come down with it. So he really he really plays like a power forward, getting the rebound off the rim in basketball. He just so happened to play football. So you can throw, the, you can throw, the, you can throw, you can throw the speed, you can throw the speed away. Um, I look at Hakeem um, Butler like how I look at Brandon Marshall. Like Brandon won't running past nobody, but you throw the ball, you throw the ball in Brandon' area code, he gonna catch that thing regardless. So that's exactly how I look at Hakeem Butler, Omar Khan, Carnius again. He didn't. He didn't put another present under the Christmas tree, but it's summertime for Kenny Pickett. So, and that's just a lot of competition. That's just, that's just giving Matt Canada and Kenny, you know, you know they say you can only drive one car, Mark, but you know what? Well, let's get a hundred car garage for the house. So you can only imagine how much money that costs. We're gonna give you a hundred, going gonna give you a hundred different cars. So we're gonna give you five, we're gonna give you six good receivers, we're gonna give you three good tight ends, we're gonna build a picket fence with this offensive line, and we're gonna give you two, two running backs who can run the ball. I mean, so by the end of the day, we talk about a twelve car, you know, not even twelve, we talk about a twenty-car garage, what they trying to do. And that's what Omar's trying to do, man. Let me give my offense Um, as much weapons as possible for them to flourish. And, I mean, competition is a mother. So, it's a lot of competition in the wide receiver uh, positions last room.
1: The picket fence, we got the con artist, we got all the nicknames today, Ike. And Akeem Butler, he was on the receiving end of my favorite highlight this season from the xfl it was a fake punt pass they complete pass to him it's a blatant offensive pass interference on his end they don't call it and then he's just rumbling down the field it's almost like when you're growing up in the backyards and there's someone who's bigger and faster than everyone and it's just like no one can tackle him it was my favorite highlight this past season in the XFL. yeah i came
0: i, came, I, I watched that kid number 88 yeah. i watched him i watched him go crazy Especially the red zone, like he inside, outside, but he does a great job. Like I said, I, he just reminded me of a Brandon Marshall. He just he just does a, does a great job of positioning himself, not only that, but, you know, playing like a power in NFL, catching the ball off the rim, regardless of who's around him. You throw it up, he gonna come
1: down and catch it. Was it that kind of receiver that gave you more trouble when you were a cornerback, Ike, or was it more someone who is fast and quick twitch? Against you specifically, because you got some size as a corner as well. What was most difficult for you?
0: Man, every Sunday was difficult mentally. Like mentally. Like when you're on top of your game, like the physical part, I've been doing the physical part since I was small. Mm-hmm. So it really won't it really wasn't the kind of receiver. I just respected everybody. So for me, it was like boxing. Like you can't take a second off. So I ain't really had no – you know, I done had some games where some some people got the best of me. But far as, like, playing corner, Mark, you know, and I say this all the time, Mark, like, defense defensive linemen can mess up because they got linebackers, you know, to 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 make them look good. Linebackers can mess up because they got the secondary, you know, to fill in the holes. We can't mess up. When we mess up, it's touchdowns. People get fired. Games get lost. That's what it is on the back end. So we we ain't got an opportunity to mess up. So if it's 60 plays, you got to lock it in for 60 plays. So, you know, every game was a game. For me, I took nobody for granted. Uh, I don't care whether you're the first, second, or third, fourth receiver, I ain't take nobody for granted because I knew how important the secondary was. That's what it was.
1: I got you, Ike. Ike, we'll continue on, have to pay tribute to the late, great Jim Brown uh, an absolute NFL legend, and I—I'll turn over the floor to you. I don't know if you have any memories with the Hall of Famer at all. Uh, I can share a, a, a couple tidbits from my dad who grew up watching Jim Brown, but I'll turn it over to you first.
0: Well, I didn't see him in Cleveland a few times. You know, I didn't know he was All Pro eight out of nine years. I ain't know him at twelve games. You know, he had twelve thousand yards plus. You know, ain't no – ain't no. Ain't no uh, I mean, Pro Bowl, eight out of nine years. I think he was all pro five out of nine years. And well, still to this day, you know, man had 1,800 yards in 12 games. Two two seasons of
1: 1,500 in 12, in 12, in 12, in well, 12. Hang on, Egg, hang on, I got you here. It's uh, the year he had 1,800 yards in 1963. They moved to 14 games. They started playing 14 games. In 1961, right. so the first four seasons of his career, though you are right, first four seasons of his career, they played 12 game seasons. He led the league in rushing in eight of his nine NFL seasons. Ike.
0: Look at that! This, 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 this is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, come on, man, we, we ain't even talking about 16, or 17 games. So I'm getting 12,000 yards in 12 or 14 game seasons. Yeah. This, 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 this it's 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 unheard of and. The reason why he moved into the civil rights movement, and that's the reason why he didn't come back to football, because the owner said he was going to take his salary. The owner at the time said he was going to take his salary away from him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you ain't got to take it. I'm just going to retire. This this where I'm going. So he walked, he walked out of football in his ninth season because, you know, he, he felt like how he felt at the time and the owner felt like how he felt at the time. But come on, man! Eight out of nine, eight out of nine years. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. when he died. I read his biography. I'm like, man, I ain't doing enough about Jim Brown.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like another I, incredible stat too: he played in all 118 games possible. Every, Every game,
0: and we ain't even and they say and they say the legend the legend Brown was even better lacrosse. That's when black people <laughs> weren't even playing play lacrosse. They said a the man scored five goals in one half to lead his team to a championship. Mm. Like the more the more the more I can't read though, I'm like, man, I was tripping because we played them twice every year, and I knew how great Jim Brown was. Well, man, I was really tripping. Like I ain't do my research. I did my research when he died. I said, man, let me just look. Let me just look. Let me just look why people just love him. And you wind up. It's a statue in front of the Cleveland Brown Stadium.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that that's to that say, that's to say enough right there. But won't well, nobody? He the best running back, Jim Brown, the best running back that ever so so far. He the best running back that ever. Not not one running back can say he did what he did on the field like Jim Brown. And, and, and I'm walking away. I'm walking. I ain't gotta bounce, I ain't gotta bounce from team to team. I'm walking away. Cause me and all the way he's seeing eye to eye right now. Can't nobody. Yeah. Can't, and, and y'all, and y'all lucky, I'm talking as I'm Jim Brown. Y'all lucky I ain't got a 16-game season. <laughs> with these rules, with these rules, y'all lucky I ain't got these rules right now with a 16 game season because I would have been rushing for 2,500.
1: I <laughs> kind i know you're not exaggerating either. 2,000 <laughs> easily, easily. He's the man rushed for 1,800, 1,800 when well, they moved to 14
0: games, yeah. boy. Yeah, 18, uh, 1800. When all you do was running, it's not like it's a wide, it's a wide open. Everything is spread. I'm talking about, and hey, you know who getting the ball? Who, Jim? What's his last name, Brown? That, that's who get, that's who get the ball every play. Oh, we need to put, we need to put twelve in the box. Well, we can only have eleven on the field. Well, let's 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 see if we can put twelve in the box. <laughs> Come sneak an extra defender on the field. I just try, just it. to try. If I'm doing that, that's a defensive lineman if i'm trying to sneak somebody extra i'm trying to sneak a defensive lineman on the field i'm talking about six linemen on the field mark
1: (laughs) for real quick story time for you so this was back in december of 1964. my dad was 11 years old he grew up in the cleveland area as a kid and at the time the nfl had its blackout rule meaning if they didn't sell out the game They would black out the game on television and you couldn't watch in that market as a way to try to encourage fans to go to the game. So what my dad did with his dad and then a work friend is they drove from Cleveland to Toledo uh, about an hour and a half away. They had to get outside of I think it was like a 90 mile radius. My dad told me that they had to be able to go and watch the game on TV so my dad watched the 1964 championship game between uh, the Browns and the Baltimore Colts, and they watched it from a Toledo hotel room. And you know, at the time, they thought there was no way they were going to beat the Colts and the big bad, uh, mighty Johnny Unitas and everything. Browns ended up winning 27 to nothing, but it's a memory he shares uh, with his father, my my papa, my grandfather. And uh, I, I just can't imagine something like that today where a game is blacked out on TV. So you've got to drive to either, hey, we're going to go get tickets to go see the game or drive somewhere to be able to watch it on TV. Pretty pretty crazy in retrospect. That was all the way back in 1964.
0: Now, radio gave you a beautiful mind back in the day. So that, that's, the, you know, you, and, and I've, done, I've done it a few times just to go back in the day. So that radio, that radio, that radio, if you just listen to the radio and listen to a football game, you gotta paint that pitch on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And I and honestly, Mark, I do that once a season. I listen to a game on the radio.
1: Yeah. And we've had both Bill Hillgrove and uh Craig Wolfley here on this show, Ike, and they do a great job. And whenever I'm traveling, there's times where I listen where it's like oh, I'm trying to get back home to be able to watch the game. Ain't nothing like it. Yeah. Ain't nothing like
0: it. Ain't nothing like it. You get, you get to paint that picture in your head, you know? So you get a Picasso that thing in your head without without actually seeing or having that
1: vision. I final segment of the show, and uh, rest in peace, Jim Brown, absolute legend. Uh, yes, sir. Your, your guy, Pat McAfee, signing with ESPN's uh, – like at what point did you realize how talented he was as a podcast host, radio host?
0: Man, listen, with PMAC. Matter of fact, shout out to PMAC for signing up with ESPN. But PMAC just breaking down barriers, man. That's all PMAC. So you want to talk about really believing and trusting yourself? You leave. You leave. You leave football, and you play punter and you, you could have played for 20 years I'm talking to ask PMAC, Mac could have played for 20 years Yeah, just putting the ball man say no no I see the future I see something called a podcast and while TV was thriving cable networks was thriving Mac said no 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 I see the future I really believe in me so let me go ahead and get me and my four homeboys and we're about to do this podcast and we're going to see where this takes us. And this this is what, what y'all scared of. This is what I'm running into. If I'm a to bet online.ag, I'm going to bet on myself. And that's exactly what P-Max said. I'm betting on myself. I don't know how long it's going to take for y'all to catch up. But once y'all catch up, my resume going to be so good, they're going to have to pay me and this man messed around and signed with espn now he already he already got a 100 million dollar deal somewhere else now i don't even know what this deal is with pbac but i have a son and when i tell my son to bet online.ag and and and, and bet on yourself because you didn't put in the work and you're going to reap the benefits down the line, it's gonna take seven to eight years. I've been saying, but when you bet on yourself, it's gonna be some struggles. It's gonna take seven to eight years, bro. I'm saying just look at your daddy. Like your daddy bet on himself when he was seven years old, eight, eight years old, eight years old. And he wound up making it to where he made it, but he put in the work. And all P Mac doing now is just reaping the benefits. You can't you can't you can't see no better entertainment on TV. No personality, no charisma. No, nobody bear himself but P-Mac. P-Mac is one of a – this one what Mama gave me for my birthday a couple of years ago. p is one of a kind. That's exactly what he is. So, shout out,
1: shout out to p man.
0: Shout out to P-Mac, just breaking down doors, breaking down
1: barriers. What's so incredible about him, Ike, is – his ability to make people comfortable on his show. And this happened last week when Omar Khan goes on his program and the news breaks that they're signing Mitch Trubisky to a contract extension. I've seen him do this multiple times where news is broken on his show just based on his ability to make people feel comfortable like they're chit-chatting at, say, a barbershop or a bar on a couch watching a game. Yeah.
0: You just said it. You just said it best. You no, know, for for us as males, we talk about barbershop. When you at the barbershop, you just chopped it up. Um, for me, it would be the cigar lounge. Mm. When I'm at when I'm at a cigar lounge, um make sure y'all go to HowardGCigars.com and check out this line of cigars. But when you just at the cigar lounge or barbershop, you just Mark we, Mark, we was there. So when you had them to excel from, from a male perspective, it's just, it's a vacation. Mentally, it's a mental, it's a mental vacation. And for people to go on Pback show, it's a mental vacation. He's just a, he's a, he's a hell of a, he's a hell of a host. You know, you, 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 you go back to restaurants because of the hospitality, and it feels like cheers. Everybody know your name. Even if they don't know your name, when you leave, you can't wait to go back. That's P show. So that's why everybody just, everybody when they get on there, they just they get out, they, they get out their element. They're in their own zone, but P Mac make them feel that kind of way. That says a lot about P Mac.
1: Well, even hosts or, or guests you have had that are very polished too, Ike. Where it's just like the authenticity is what rings through to me. He's totally himself. Tank top
0: cut off jean shorts. That's 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 his gear on his show. And when he get the chain to talk,
1: either Ike, you can't forget the chain either.
0: When he get to talk with the chain. When he get to talking, it's like, that's, you know how somebody just walk in, you know how somebody go to a party and they just walk in and they just take over the whole party. They ain't even trying to, they just take, you know how somebody just walk in a wedding and they just take over the whole wedding. Like, you can't give back. P. Mac got to get the microphone at the end of a wedding to talk about his homeboy. Because if he get it, if he get the mic at the beginning, you don't even want to go behind P. Mac. That's just his personality. Like he got to catch the mic at the end. That's P. Mac. He ain't even trying. That's just that, that's a that's that's a God given talent. Like P. Mac just make everybody feel comfortable on the show, and he ain't even trying it. He's getting paid
1: for. It. He deserve every penny. Ever I, congrats to him and congrats to you, too, because Ike, especially when that show was early on, you have been a consistent guest of that program. And it's amazing because I have friends and family that reach out to me and they say, oh, I saw Ike on Pmax show. So that growth, like you helped contribute to as well, Ike. So I, I see it as there's a lot of hands and and people that help us right. as well with our show. Right. And it's just like you're you're a part of that too. Like you're part of that growth and developing the Pat McAfee show into what it is today.
0: I mean, teamwork made a dream work. Um, I appreciate the the kind compliment. But uh, hey man, if y'all watching, believe it still podcast, and y'all checking out Mark and I, I'm telling y'all, oh, uh, we see it before it happened. So all the fans, all the viewers, anybody always watching, we're talking about something in the offseason and it wind up happening during the season. See, this is what I like about Mark and I, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. It don't take a season. It don't take for us to go during the football season to know what's about to happen during the football season. So make sure y'all just lock in to Believe in Still is Podcast and check out Mark and I. Could we see it before it happened?
1: Hank, that's a great place to wrap. I want to thank you, the Believe Network, our video producers over at Brinks TV, led by John Brinkus, Courtney Vargas, Herbert Diaz, and the whole crew there. today. sponsor, BetOnline.ag, rocking with us since day one. And I want to thank the listeners and the viewers of the Believe in Steelers show.
0: I second everything Mark said. So that's teamwork made the dream work. From John Brinkus to Courtney, to Believe It's Still a Podcast, to everybody behind the scenes, to Mark Bergen. To the fans who are always tuning in listening to us, to the subscribers, we appreciate the support all day, every day. To BetOnline.ag for being up from day one with us, we appreciate that as well, So
1: For Eck Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. We'll see you next time on the Believe in Steelers show. Until then, take care and so long, everybody.